All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Laura Canfield Show, the Awakened Happiness Now Global Series. Thank you so much for being here with us today. Whether you're watching live or on the replay, it's always it's always wonderful to have you with us. And today we have a brand new guest on the show, first time that she's with us. So we have Reverend Angie LaRue here, and we're going to be talking about rising into the new earth through the power of pairing. Now, this is the first time that Reverend Angie is with us, and I'm so excited because I worked with her just like maybe a month ago, and I found her to be amazing. And so I asked her to come on the show <laughs> after I worked with her. Um, so, you know, she was not expecting that. And I was like, yep. I was like, yep, she is good. So Reverend Angie is uh, with us today talking. We're going to be talking about mudras. We're going to talk, be talking about codems. We're going to be talking about how this is the time of the rising, which has been coined by the Pleiadians. We are in the ascension now. And today I was saying before we went live that this is the 5-5 portal. So there's a lot of intense energies happening right now, today, yesterday, this week, right? So a lot of stuff happening. And we are evolving faster and faster and preparing our DNA to take in more light. So we're going to talk a little bit about that with Reverend Angie. The time is now to get our heart chakra open to evolve and spray that loving energy on everyone to help humanity shift. We're going to talk about that. The power of pairing. Pleiadian codems plus ancient mudras from India equals what? Heart light power for the rising. So, you know, I'm not going to go into this because I know Reverend Angie has so much she wants to share with us. But for those of you who don't know her, like I said, I just met her recently because I had a session with her. I worked with her and I absolutely loved her work and her energy. She is a master Christologist, a healer, an ordained reverend, a medical intuitive, a medical innovator, a psychic, a teacher, a Reiki master, and a manufacturer. And so she's going to share her story with us as well because it's her first time on the show. So I'm so excited about all of this that we're doing today. So please join me in opening up your hearts, being totally centered and present in this moment right now. And please join me in welcoming Reverend Angie LaRue to the show since it's the very first time. So thank you so much for being here, Angie. I'm so excited. I've been like, you know, so excited all day long because I know how powerful you are and the work that you do. So please share with us a little bit about your journey, your story, and then we'll get right into like, because there's so much I want to talk about. Yay. Thank you. I it is lovely to be here and it's it's beautiful to feel all your energies and uh, and share the space with you guys. And my my story actually begins December 9th, uh, 2011 at two o'clock in the afternoon when I had a spontaneous awakening of consciousness on a business phone call and my life um, promptly melted down into complete chaos. And it took about three months to even realize what had happened was the awakening of consciousness. I was a Christian in the Methodist church, and this is not something we actually covered. Um, it was dangled out there, implied somewhere, but the exact steps of how to get there and what would happen when it happened wasn't covered. And so I had a lot to to understand um and i was a bit like humpty dumpty uh i fell off the wall all my preconceived ideas shattered off of me and the box that i had been living in was gone and a whole new world of what reality and the multi-dimensional reality is opened up to me and it's been a growing step-by-step 
on the path since then. And a lot of things have opened up. Um, I kind of made an agreement with God that I wouldn't say no and uh, that I would accept whatever was sent my way. And that acceptance, that opening and that surrendering to the divine allowed a tremendous amount of higher dimensional uh, understanding and capabilities to indwell over the course of the next 10 years leading to, well, today and this time with you. Beautiful. And that's just a brief little taste of your journey and your life. But what's so unique about it is that it's so unique. But at the same time, we're all experiencing those types of changes in our lives, right? That that type of transformation. Because if somebody were to ask me about my life 20 years ago, it's totally different. I mean, it's not, I can't even, I don't even know who that person is or was, right? So everything is changing for those, you know, if we're willing to, right, as well. Absolutely. Yeah, I think surrender really is the key. Yeah. Admitting we don't know. I just don't know. And being accepting of that, relaxing into that, luxuriating into the not knowing. It's okay to not know. And that's when wonder begins to open up. When we are a child, we know very little and everything's magical and everything's wonderful. And so the awakening of consciousness can be compared to being a child, open, open to whatever is displayed, whatever there is to be experienced. And along with that goes a lot of trusting as well. So surrendering and at the same time, trusting, right? Yeah. Those are my two learning, (laughs) learnings from this lifetime, surrender and trust. Okay. Still working on it. And it's, it's fascinating because, you know, on this side of that, right? When it's finally been done and we're living in that place of a surrender and trust, it all seems so easy. But when we're on the other side, it's like, oh, I don't know. I don't think, I, no, I don't think I can quite let go because what if everything falls apart? What if I can't yeah. put it together again, right? And that fear of the unknown is what separates us from luxuriating in the unknown. Yeah. Absolutely. And the thing is, you know, also it's like when you haven't seen anybody going through what you're going through, it really feels like you're like totally alone. Like, I don't know. I, I have no reference point for this, you know? So it's like, how do I surrender and trust completely when I have no reference point? Right. 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 Yeah. And, and there's, you know, there's, there's ways to do that, you know, little tiny steps of small surrenders day by day by day or there's the you know the cosmic two by four which is what i got right and and a number of people do get it through near-death experiences and whatnot they end up with the cosmic two by four i don't recommend that no i don't recommend that either (laughs) all right so today um as i was saying it's the five five portal right so um, it's also Cinco de Mayo, but you know, it's more for me now. It's more like it's five five portal. There's a lot of energies streaming into the planet um, right now for our for our benefit. But at the same time, when that happens, it, you know, our physical body can sometimes react to it. If there's a lot of energy pouring in, we need time to integrate those energies so that 
you know, it's not as difficult. And sometimes it affects our sleep schedule. Sometimes it affects our emotions. Sometimes all sorts of stuff comes up from back in the day, <laughs> right? So there's a lot of intense energy. So I'm so glad that you're here today specifically because of that. So that will help to give us a little bit more ease and uh, stability, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm trying to calm um, my energy as well. Um, computers and technology and, and well, the entire environment around me um, is affected by my energy. And the same for all of you, right? The same for all of you. We are interacting fields of energy, right? And so receiving back from the world that which we want really kind of means we have to become that. And as we become that, that ripples out into those other fields, affects them, and then that kind of comes back and it, it you know, becomes this you know, quantum field of support. So learning how to control our own energy and our own frequency is so key to manifesting and creating the reality we want. Mm-hmm. Not just now, but as we're moving into this new time of Aquarius, that's actually going to become Uh, so much faster than it ever has been before. You know, before the thoughts in our head or the resentments that we held against somebody took a very long time to manifest as a problem in our body. But in the new age of Aquarius, it's going to happen really quick. And fortunately, we're all on the cutting edge of this consciousness. We're we're learning a little bit faster here, you know, um, than a lot of folks who never maybe even heard about the evolution of consciousness. And so I know that we're experiencing how very quickly our thoughts and our moods um, and our emotions and our reactions create a reality like wildfire, you know, into our experience. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. So that's why, you know, like when there's a lot of intensity, when there's a lot of stuff happening, the, the biggest thing, the best thing you can do for yourself is to relax, relax your emotions, relax your mind. And, but the physical body, I find that's what needs to maybe do a little bit of work, you know, like go outside, walk, you know, take, take a walk in the fresh air, etc. That will help to balance everything um, as well. So that's just a little, you know, a little energy hygiene maintenance for everybody at this time, because we all need it, drink lots of water. But I want to get into the talk today about the pairing. So before I worked with you, right, I didn't know what codems were, right? So these palladium codems, of course, I know what the mudras are. I'm Indian, (laughs) so I do know. But um, but pairing them together is like, oh, how unique. So can we talk a little bit about the palladium codems first before we talk about the, the mudras, but also specifically about, you know, we are into the new earth right now. We, you know, we have been able to uh, expand that frequency, that energy of being in the new earth. Um, but it's also about how we can continue to recognize that we are in the new earth and what we need to do for ourselves and for everybody else. Absolutely. So <clears throat> in my path, there was a lot of things initially that I said no to. Right. Um, so for just for one example, 
Um, I was a Star Trek fan. I was a sci-fi fan. I deeply wanted to believe there were other sentient beings on other planets. Now, I had certainly extended my consciousness or the potential to believe that there were, you know, germs or bacteria or biota on other planets. But it was my wish that there was actually other sentient beings uh, and maybe even more advanced than we were, right? And I... That was a desire and that was a wish, but apparently I didn't really believe it because when I was um, first met one, um, it was a channeled being. It came through a lady and his name was uh, Lauren, the ambassador from the Orion Belt. And he, uh, this is about maybe four or five months into my awakening, and he began to tell me some things about my path. And, you know, I could psychically see, I actually had seen a light come into her. So I knew something had happened with her. Um, and there was something about her voice and her mannerisms that had changed and seemed very authentic. But I still wasn't believing that she would kind of moved out of the way and there was a new being in her body talking with me. And But I was trying to stay open. But at one point, the showman Lauren said to me in a very grandfatherly, compassionate, non-judgmental um, tone of voice that I might want to reconsider my belief systems uh, and decide whether I actually wanted to be a xenophobe or not. There's nothing like having an extraterrestrial call you a xenophobe to get your act together, right? <laughs> and that's when I realized that well, now I believed, actually, because he had seen into me and seen what was there, even though I was hiding it on the exterior. He had seen mm-hmm. that I was skeptical. I didn't quite believe. I wanted to believe, but I didn't quite believe. So that was the beginning of my walk with realizing that that desire of advanced sentient races was, in fact, a reality. And, and I'm still adapting uh, in some ways to that. But this has resulted now in working with the Palladians. And the Palladians, this particular group at least, are uh, 12th dimensional beings. And so their understanding of quantum physics is advanced far beyond our comprehension. And they give us these numbers, it's a series of numbers, which are basically binary and fractal in nature. And they're kind of like Tetris blocks. So this little light fractal set comes into our system, into our auric field or into our body. And it rearranges uh, what is there to create something new. So, for example, um, a codum that opens our heart chakra, that's what it does. It doesn't fix our broken arm. It doesn't, you know clean our spleen. It doesn't uh, evolve our consciousness. It does one thing. It opens the heart. So they're very specific. Um, Codems are not a broad spectrum thing. There are a few that can be fairly broad, but for the most point, they're very exact. It only does what it says it's going to do, and it does nothing else. And But it does adjust itself to our unique um, spiritual frequency. So, you know, we're all kind of different wildflowers in God's garden, right? And this is not a one-size-fits-all. So a codem fits to your special, beautiful uniqueness. It's not going to blend you into uh, everybody else, right? It's not a capitan. <laughs>
Yeah, absolutely. Good. Thank you. Because Liga was asking, what is a codem? So, you know, um, thank you for explaining that because, you know, you can think of it as, as a code, but that code sp works specifically for one thing, whatever it is meant to, right? So, um, for binary and numerical, go ahead. And so, yeah, spiritual technology, but we can look at it as a transmission or a light code is a very yeah. broad way to say that. Yeah, yeah. So that'll just give you an understanding. And like I said, when I worked with Angie like a month ago, I found the codems that she was transmitting to me, giving to me, were so powerful, so powerful. So I, I, I know I think we're going to share some today later, right? At the end of the call, near the end, whatever. So then you will all be able to perceive it for yourself as well, because <laughs> they were amazing. So uh, let's talk about the mudras as well. <laughs> so mudras, so we don't necessarily have to look to extraterrestrial, extraterrestrials and advanced races on other planets to find high levels of spiritual understanding. Humans have developed some pretty amazing things ourselves. And this is what mudras are. Mudras are, we can look at them and, and Alara, I know you'll be amused by my, my <laughs> reputation of what they are, but we can look at them as almost acupressure that we can do on ourselves. So in other words, our body is a bioelectric field and much like a circuit board, we can connect different parts of the field to enhance the energy flow to a specific area. So I'll teach you a mudra right now. Okay, this mudra is for detoxing. All right, so take your hands and then we're going to bring our ring fingers down and we're going to place the pad of our thumb on the second knuckle of the ring finger. Got that? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we can just relax that like onto our legs or onto our lap without crossing our arms. And this mudra is for detoxing and boosting the immune system. So imagine sitting at red lights or watching television and doing this mudra. You are committing an act of self-love when you do this. You're taking care of your body, which is the temple that God gave you. You're given this temple to take care of for your time visiting planet Earth. And when you do a mudra, you are honoring and caring for and being a good caretaker of the temple that you have been given. Beautiful. Thank you. And so easy, right? It's so easy. And that's it. Um, so that's one. But even with the mudras, it's not about like, oh, I'm just going to do it for a second. And that's it. It's, you know, like 10, 15 minutes. Do you have to focus? Do you have to have an intention? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's very easy to block energy. It's very easy yeah block realities by our inattention, right? So when we bring our attention and our focus to something, we turn up the volume on it. We power it up. But if we're inattentive, like little squirrels running around in our mind, um, we can actually block the energy and make it not work at all, which is part of how we develop disbeliefs. We didn't stay with something long enough to see if it was real or not to actually explore so when we do a mudra, we want to stop, drop, and center, become hyper aware in the moment, connect it, do the circuit. And sometimes you can actually feel the circuit connect. 
can instantly feel a change in your body, right? And if we go through our lives pulling hyper-attention, hyper-focus to everything that we do, we become intentional creators. And we power up everything that we do. We bring so much more power to it. And so part of the power of pairing, which is really what today's show is about, is we're bringing very ancient human technology. It's not really technology, but we can kind of look at it as a way, as that. Um, Because this is something, what, 6,000 years at least, right, Alara? We've been doing this. Um, With 12th dimensional advanced uh, Palladian spiritual technology. So we're kind of pairing the both, the best of two species together. And so um, what I'm doing because of where we are right now in the ascension process, it's very critical that our hearts be very open. Um, and the Palladians even have even said that if our hearts are not open during this period, um, we can perish from our hearts. Now, that's not going to happen. I don't think anybody here or you wouldn't be here in the first place. Um, You are already working on your heart space. Okay. Um, And so uh, the mudras that you'll you'll be learning if you get the package are paired with heart codems. So it's heart mudras paired with heart codems. And so we're kind of uh, doing mental entrainment. All right. We're mentally entraining um, and using the power of the codems and the power of the mudras, that when I do this, this other thing happens. So, awesome! Thank you. Makes sense. Totally makes sense. And even like when with the codems, you know, because when I was working with you and we, you know, receiving codems from you, we didn't do the mudras, but I was still receiving a lot of transmissions, a lot of intense energies. That's it was amazing. This is. Um, first time that um, I've offered it as a pairing. Now, I host um, a a community Tuesday night meditation on Zoom, which is just my gift uh, to help support these times and and support community. And we've been practicing now for about three months, pairing codems and mudras together. And it has been so successful that um, I decided to bring this forward on Alara's um, program. Yes, thank you. And you know, it really is about using the best of both, right? So using the Pleiadian technology with the, you know, the, the mudras, which I think were originally alien technology as well. Could be, right? Yeah. Good <laughs> <laughs> thing. What I think um, as well. So, but it, it, these are tried and true. They've been proven. I mean, yogis in India use them for everything for, and have been using them for thousands of years. So it's not like it's, it's not like they don't work. <laughs> you know? I have a cute little story. Um, can, can I tell it? Mm-hmm. Yes, go ahead. I think you'll appreciate it. It's, um, it's about the Taj Mahal. So in December, I was in India on my own spiritual journey, uh, which is always an ever-evolving journey. And at the Taj Mahal, um, you know, it has the energies of tourism at it now, uh, as energies are. Uh, Phenomenal building, the idea behind how it came into existence. It's actually a mausoleum. And 
uh, I wanted to connect more with the intention of why it was built and with the building process itself, because it's very brilliant uh, sacred geometry, which is built into every step of it all the way. And uh, so there's a particular mudra, um, which I, I think is actually for focus and concentration, but for whatever reason, I'm able to use it uh, to instantly travel back in time. Okay. Now I, I'm an out-of-body traveler and I can usually um, open a portal and be on my way to another planet within about 10 or 15 minutes, 30 at the outside. But with this particular mudra, I could do it in just minutes. And because I'm doing it in a public place with a lot of people, um, I didn't want to have to take 30 minutes um, to do it because I didn't know when I was going to get interrupted or a child would, you know, trip on my lap and fall into me or, or whatnot. So I'm doing this mudra and I'm traveling back in time and I'm watching the Taj Mahal be built. And I become aware of uh, somebody at my side trying to get to my attention, speaking to me in a foreign language. And I'm kind of like, I'm meditating. <laughs> I don't want to talk to you. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the voice gets more authoritarian and louder and louder. And pretty soon um, I open my eyes and there, there's a gun right here. And I look up and there's a human in a full military regalia attached to the gun, um, basically trying to tell me, stop doing what you're doing, right? And there was some guide that had been kind of appointed to me by, by the government. He comes up to me and he kind of translates and he said, you're not allowed to do religious-based things or mudras um, at the Taj Mahal. This is a mausoleum. This is not, uh, you know, a religious temple. Mm. Yeah, it's not a place of worship. Yeah. And I was kind of like, well, technically I wasn't worshiping. I was time traveling. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that would have gone over well either. Yeah, but I didn't know how to explain that. Um, yeah. But I but I, I did kind of tell the the government appointed guide that. And I told him, I said, well, you know, I the, the mudra is just a shortcut. I don't need <laughs> I, I could do this without. Mm-hmm. And uh, so anyway, I ended up going to different points. And as you know, Alara, it's a very large courtyard. And you can move yeah. in a lot of different places. And I went to various places and I would drop in and see what was happening at that point during the building process. And this government guide was very skeptical. I'm one of those new age weird Americans, you know, but as I would tell him, because I just decided to tell him, because it's all very matter of fact to me, it's, it's not, it's not woo woo anything. This is an ability we humans have. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started telling him what was happening at, you know, at the, at, during the building process in this particular place. And I went to about eight different places And after about the fourth time, all the energy of skepticism had completely disappeared from him. And he was deeply fascinated. Mm -hmm. And by about the sixth location, he was just aghast, right? (laughs) He had been trained in lots of information um, about the Taj Mahal. And there's a lot that's not released to the public. And I was describing to him... um, things that are withheld from the public and not they're not published and they're not told about and he he became uh quite amazed so but but that story starts with a mudra a mudra that shortened my ability to time travel to seconds Mm -hmm. so mudras are amazing wow that's amazing so of course everyone wants to know what is the mudra (laughs) because (laughs) that's 
you know, and, and, and that mudra, I don't think is for time traveling, to be honest. I think it's for uh, extreme concentration. Yeah, got it. That yeah. would work very well for me for time jumping. Yeah, awesome. That, that's amazing because it's like, you know, you can go to many different places and just see what was happening at different points in history, you know, and, and learn something new, right? And just the possibility of being able to do that is amazing. So I can just imagine that guide was like <laughs> stunned and then he didn't know what to think, right? Yeah, I'll show you the mudra, uh, I, you know, and if you're an out-of-body traveler, then enjoy. <laughs> this is the mudra. That's what I figured, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as soon as you said it was for concentration and focus, like, okay, I know what that is. I know which mudra, yeah. <laughs> okay, got it. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, so there was a question from Angela in the chat about if you get Pleiadian totems, is there a link or separation from other star systems like Sirius? Sirius? I don't mean know. exactly, but um, yeah, no. So, so the, the original codems, as, as I understand it, came from the Heronians. The Heronians are 24th dimensional beings so the palladians uh consider our universe as having 12 dimensions Mm -hmm. so a 24th dimensional being is referring to another universe and so it would be a fourth dimensional being two universes away one universe away would be 24th and they had evolved um basically this technology Uh, to create these fractal units of energy. And when they first were able to access another universe and develop relationships with, you know, those bipeds, Palladians are bipeds like we are, two arms, two legs, two forward-facing eyes. Mm -hmm. Um, And their exchange of ideas and concepts and getting to know each other, uh, the Heronians gave um, the codum technology to the Palladians. And not just the Palladians. Um, at this point, I have I have codems from the Vegans. Um, I have codems from oh goodness, uh, a couple different ones, and even Atlanteans. Atlanteans developed codems. I have about six from the Atlanteans. They only had about 20. They didn't have very many, but their codems did multiple different things. One of them is uh, it makes a med bed. It's amazing. Um, So we actually didn't, we got, we originally got codem technology from another universe. Now, as we understood it, and not just, you know, when I say we, I'm talking bipeds, advanced species who Mm -hmm. have, you know, connection with the divine and understanding of the divine. Um, You know, their alchemists, their energy alchemists, energy healers and stuff uh, began to understand how it all worked and build on that. Okay, so, but the base of Codum seems to come from the Heronians, which is in another universe, but then each species built on it themselves. So whatever your connections are to star families, you know, or whatever your heritage is to star families, I haven't found an example where this wasn't a good fit. It seems to work because we all got it kind of from the same source. Got it. Thank you. Good question, Angela. Thank you. 
So, so, so there's no separation. Doesn't matter which star system you're from, including Earth, you can still receive it, and you'll still um, perceive the transformation from from the codum. Okay. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Um, so I know that Destiny and Sara both have their hands raised. Would you like to take some questions? Sure. Awesome. All right, Destiny, we have a quick question and we'll see if, if, if there's uh, what else we want to do. But I know we want to do some codon transmissions. I'm going to call them that. But go ahead. Hi. I'm not sure if Angie um, does any types of clearings or anything. Um, there's like there's like this energy around and I'm noticing that there's a program like I'm dealing with a program that's kind of running and and I think this program or there's some kind of weird technologies that are interfering with uh, making it stronger. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let me give you a little background on implants. Um, I have a few of them. Um, I originally met the Palladians because somebody came to me who had a bunch of implants and I removed them. And then I went to remove the last one. And that's when the Palladians came in. They're like, yeah, uh, uh, stop. Let's give you some information about that one first. And they did. And it was the sole agreement. And uh, that, that person is actually the channel for Osan, who's the Palladian who gives me all the codems. So that was the beginning of a relationship. So um, implants, be it on the etheric or on the physical level, um, for are a mixture, but um, at least 50% of them are benevolent and positive and for your highest good. So understanding that most of us humans are, um, our genetic code is influenced by various star families. So we're kind of a big lab down here. Mm-hmm. Um, but sometimes that doesn't work out really well. We get cross messages in the chromosomes or cross messages in the DNA. And so star family will come in and give us implants to correct things. Or sometimes we have genetic problems that run in a family like some kind of spinal nerve damage. And they'll come in and give us implants, uh, you know, to help correct that. Different species oftentimes have families of people that they've worked with for a very long time. So it's very possible to have something in your field and the energy around you or in your body and is completely benevolent for your highest good. So that's the first thing I want to tell you, like, don't be worried. But right now I'm going to put on my eye blockers so light doesn't interfere with my psychic vision. And I'll go in and see what you've got going and, and clear that out for you. All right, dear heart. Thank you. Thank you, dear. Yep. So I'm just using kyanite to um, ensure my chakras are open and clean and flowing really well so I can very quickly use psychic vision. Kyanite does it super fast. All right, Destiny, um, please say your full name three times for me. Destiny C. Reed. Destiny C. Reed. Destiny C. Reed. All right. I'm dyslexic. So if this is backwards, um, forgive me, but I see in the upper right, um, about two, three feet out in your field. Um, I see an energy um, that's kind of pushing in and you seem to be psychic enough to be able to perceive that. Uh, 
it's not really your higher self or an angel or a guide. I'm not picking up that it's one of your teams. And so for me, that's good enough to just remove it since it's, it's bugging you. Um, mm. Earth is um, a free will, a free will zone. And that means you get to choose to not have something around you if you don't want it around you. All right. So how is that starting to feel, dear? Much better. It's released. Good. All right. Just cut cards with that. Okay. How are you doing now? Much better. Thank you so much for that. You're so welcome. Good. Awesome. Destiny, thank you. Thank you, Laura. Thank so you. Now we got we got to see a little bit about how Angie works. <laughs> I love it. Um, Sarah, you had a, your hand raised. Hi. Um, Hi. I am so admiring of the work that you're doing and the blessing that you have for all of that. What you bring to us, um, I. I'm a walk-in and have some pl- pl- Andromeda and Palladian, and recently I was told Lumerian ancestry, whatever it would be. Um, so I'm waiting for it to open up as as you did. In, well, not I don't want to be that presumptuous, but you know, in some ways that aren't, and I meditate and all that. Do you um, see any locks, any keys, or just anything that I should be focusing on? to help me in this work to do more healing work in the world instead of being so isolated and somewhat closeted. All right. Please say your full name for me three times. Sarah Schendelman, Sarah Schendelman, Sarah Schendelman. But I also want to say my tribe name, which is Hebrew. Chavazara Bat Yosef Halevi Esther. Say that three times too as well so I can connect to that energy. Chavazara but Yosef Halevi Esther, Chavasara, but Yosef Halevi Esther, Chavasara, but Yosef Halevi Esther. Okay, so what I'm getting with you is um, you have a very specific soul trajectory. I'm looking at it, and it's a very straight line that goes straight up. Um, and that while you do not know it, you are very spot on your path. Um, your soul is showing me that you are exactly where you should be, exactly doing what you should be doing, um, and that there's no disruptions in your path. Um, the only thing... <laughs> your higher self is just connecting with me um yeah the the only thing that's going on here is your mind yeah uh, your mind has some stories that things aren't happening the way it thinks it should or fast enough or it's not aware of what's going on um but in fact your soul is spot on it's right where it wants to be at the pace it wants to be and um 
it's just the mind thinking uh, the grass is greener on the other side. Well, all right. I will just continue to uh, meditate and swim in the pool. Be the love that you are. Be the love that you are, dear. Okay. Thank you just so much. That, that's, you know, and all else will fall in line. Blessings. Thank you so much. So welcome. Thank you, Sarah. All right, Pat, you want to unmute yourself? Hello. It's so nice to meet you, Reverend Angie. Thank you so much. And you as well. Uh, is there an energy? I'm not sure. I keep trying to work with my physical body with this lightheadedness as I walk, and it shifts during the day hours. Sometimes it's more balanced at night. Is there a message for me on what I could do to become more balanced? Uh, when was the last time you had your blood pressure checked? Oh, I, a day or so ago, I, I check it. It was like uh, 144 over 68, pulse 58. Okay. So I'm getting that there's um, blood, um, blood pressure fluxes, um, yeah. something like that. Like there's times when the... Um, visual cortex, central cortex, okay. not getting enough oxygen or, or enough blood circulation. And this is okay. that, uh, but uh, let's see, we can do a little test. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to ground you. I'm going to use a Palladian codum and I'm going to ground you with grace and ease. And then I want you to get up and walk around and see what you notice. Okay. And this will help us find out if this is an energetic spirit, you know, spiritual kind of experience mm-hmm. or if it's actually a physical blood flow oxygen thing. Okay. 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 So one of my implants is a tiny stone that's right here. Mm-hmm. And um, I can load this um, with codems and then beam it to you. We call it a beamer. <laughs> okay. All right, say with me, activate, activate, enhance, enhance, amplify, amplify, expand, expand. All right, just let those energies kind of homeopathically go out uh, into your whole field. Just notice what you notice. When the energies have kind of settled or stopped expanding and moving and changing, you can go ahead and go for a little walk, see how you're feeling. Just walk around the room? Absolutely. Okay. So how's that feeling, Pat? 
yeah, I'm feeling a, a more balanced. Yeah. Okay. Um, I think I want to do one more codem for you. Okay. Let's see what this does. Okay. Um, Pat, can you show me where outside of your house, uh, where the most trees are at and tell me um, how close they are to the house? Well, I'm in an apartment. Okay. Where's your green area and how far away is it from? Oh, it's, it's, I don't know how many feet, but I can see out my window. You know, I connect with the trees and I take two walks and hug trees. Okay. And try to connect with nature. Okay, can you give me like, is it 100 feet, 1,000 feet? Can you give me some sense of measurement? I guess 1,000, I guess. Something like that. But I'm not sure. <laughs> okay. Um, and can you give me a little bit of idea of what type of trees they are so I have a sense of the height of them? Oh, gosh, they're hundreds of feet tall. Some of them are. Hundreds of feet. Okay, great. Yeah. Um, so give me, um, one moment and I'm gonna, I'm going to do another codem and what I'm going to do is I'm going to take the oxygen from around the trees and I'm going to transplant it into your apartment. Okay. Take this failure reconditioned air out of your apartment and give it to the trees to fix it. And then you're going to do a walk around your apartment and see how you feel. Okay. 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 Say with me, activate. Activate. Enhance. Enhance. Expand. Expand. Rejuvenate. Rejuvenate. It is so. It is so. All right. Take a couple deep breaths. Walk around the room. Come back. <sighs> Feeling loving energy, and uh, but I'm still feeling, you know, physically off balanced. So, should I change my blood pressure medicine? Is that a message or not? Yeah, I think it's a physical thing. It's a physical thing. Okay. Mm-hmm. How how does your mental uh, thinking? Uh, how is it right now? Does it seem pretty sharp and clear? Yes. Yes. So that's the oxygen. So I, I think we have a physical situation, Pat. Okay. Yeah. So when I go see the cardiologist, uh, I see him in July. Yeah. Yeah, I just kind of talked to him about um, 
you know, about the dizziness. Okay. Yeah, it just looks like we're just not getting enough oxygen. Um, it's spread out into the brain, into the visual cortex, and so you're getting okay. dizziness from that. Or should I go see him sooner? You're going in July? In July. You can see if you can move that up a little bit. Okay, I could call and see if I can. Okay. Yeah. And then he'll he'll do like an MRI or something on my brain? Yeah, you know, you might actually want to look into um, some alternative type things. Um, maybe even acupuncture. This could be solvable through that without having to do meds. Let's look at different things and see what's possible for you, Pat. Yeah. yeah. I'm on a very strict budget, so acupuncture can be very expensive. Ah, uh, okay. Okay. Well, my first solution is never to throw meds at something. They, they cause as many problems as they solve often. Yeah, the meds can do this. Yeah. Yes. But right. we'll get attacked. Yeah, I can go. I'll call and see if I can see him before July. Awesome. Okay. Thank you. Thank you. That was so interesting. Um, I had no idea you could do something like that is move the oxygen from the trees into a space. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, uh, sometimes when I've done it, it's actually, uh, especially if I do it like in the fall or the winter or something, it actually drops the temperature in the room quite a mm. bit. Oops, that, that wasn't what I wanted. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. Oh, God. Um, so uh, Angela's asking, what code is mo- code or codem is most appropriate for me at this point? Uh, at this point in time? I don't know if you can answer that with such a general question. Um, I mean, I might be able to, but Angela, I need to connect with you. I need to connect with your energy. Um, so if you could, are you on this call? Is, can you unmute and say your full name three times, please? Angela Masa Kanagaviri. Angela Masa Kanagaviri. Angela Masa Kanagaviri. all right um i get that for you there's something about um a story that you need to let go of so that forgiveness and dissolving of uh something that happened can happen is what i'm getting makes sense (laughs) thank you (laughs) thank you angela and Sarah's saying, can we all get a codem for our allergies? A codem for allergies? Yes. Let me just uh, pull that up. I, I have kind of a lot of codems. And so I do have a number of them memorized, probably 20. Uh, some of them are quite long, but uh, I don't have the allergy one memorized. I know that my, my brother-in-law was here the other day and he has grass allergies. He's allergic to grass, you know? And so when he was here, cause we're in the country, you know? So he's like, his eyes are all puffy and oh my goodness. Like, oh, <laughs> so bad for him. Yeah. 
But I mean, even for allergies, there's like so many types of allergies, right? Oh, goodness, yes. Um, well, sure thought I had one. <laughs> Sarah says she's locked herself in the house with air cleaners. You know what? I... I actually don't have a codon for allergies. Um, I have a device that I make for allergies. It's um, uh, 741 hertz. It works really well for allergies. Mm -hmm. Are your sinuses, uh, is it affecting your sinuses mostly? I do have a codon for sinuses. Or is it affecting you in the lungs the most? How is how are the allergies most affecting you? Intense sneezing sneezing all right let me try sinuses yeah that sounds like sinuses sometimes i just feel like my head's gonna blow off i sneeze uncontrollably over and over and over and over oh, oh. yeah well let's see let's see what this does okay so it's not the perfect solution we're just addressing one part of what causes allergies let's see what it does All right, and anybody who also wants to receive this, just say the activating words uh, with us, okay? And here this energy comes down. Say with me, activate, enhance, amplify, expand. And take some nice deep breaths through your nose <clears throat> and see if that causes more sneezing. Hopefully not. And when you're ready, come back and let us know what you noticed with that. Yeah. So even though like I'm not sneezing, I still felt the energy in my system. And I'm, that's why I start was yawning and stuff. It's like it's still processing through. Uh, Sarah says my head feels a bit clearer. Good. Good. All right. And um, yeah, I noticed on me, for example, one nostril, which I actually have cold right now. So um, one nostril cleared out completely and I feel <sighs> cold air in it right? And it clear up into the sinus. So. Wow. <laughs> I mean, from, you know, it's, it's still moving. And that's why I'm still yawning, but it's still moving. So for those of you who were like, oh, this doesn't, this has nothing to do with me. Hopefully you still did <clears throat> the activating 
the, the, the words to um, activate, enhance, expand, etc., just to see what you perceive, right? It's still exactly. moving. Yeah. yeah, good. There's no right or wrong way. There's only your way, how you experience it. And code can land differently every single time. It depends how much of that energy we need or what's going on with us. And, you know, you can have four different effects having run a code in four different times. And it just depends how, you know, what your body is needing from the codem as to how that's going to land. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, you know, I'm still feeling it. (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. Thank you. Um, So there's still more questions in the chat. There's a question from Clara. There's a question from Linda. Um, Before I go back to the chat and stuff, I want to talk a little bit about the packages that you have for us. This uh, for the show today and did you already have some codems that you had wanted to share with us yes yes which is like um i'm thinking maybe uh one for opening all your chakras and uplifting the biomorphic field something like that just a nice little system optimizing <laughs> that sounds good okay let's do it let me find those codems many to scroll through I remember when you when we were talking. I think you said there were like four hundred or something. I I have well over a hundred. Yeah, <laughs> well over a hundred. So you maybe need categories. They are in categories, and even then, it's still hard. <laughs> Command F or whatever for you know on the Mac search. Command F. All right, here we go. And I will, before I throw the energy out, I'll let you know what it's going to be. And then I'll lead you through the activator words if you do not want. I'm going to put these together in a cocktail. I'm going to put a number of codems together in a cocktail. Um, If you don't want it, just don't say the activator words. It's that simple. Um, That's just how easily we can defend ourselves against any kind of energy. We do have to open and be receptive, receive it, surrender to it. The deeper you uh, surrender to this energy, um, the more you're going to feel it. So you're the boss. You're completely in control. Okay. I must already be receiving because <laughs> I'm like yawning like crazy. I know. My ears are popping. 
All right. So, um, oh, there's one more here. All right, so the first code is just to prepare your field to um, receive multiple codems at once. The next codem um, is for absorbing and integrating Palladian codems. Um, you know, we all come from different backgrounds, so this um, helps your system um, for them to actually integrate into you instead of just hanging out here in your field and not integrating. Um, there's one here for grounding and security and field sovereignty. There's one to open all the code, um, all the chakras. And there's one which clears your system, activates the power chakras, directs healing to where it needs to be, clears the limp system, and directs energy towards alignment. And the last one I'm going to put in this cocktail is uh, for uplifting the biomorphic field. Sounds good. All right, here come these energies now. Say with me, inhale first, inhale. Say activate. Activate. Inhale. Enhance. Enhance. Inhale. Amplify. Amplify. Inhale. Expand. Expand. And, uh, please pop your ears and yawn as you need to. After you are. I could take a nap now. Feeling, <laughs> feeling, uh, yeah, at some point, drink water. Oh, goodness. So, how is everybody doing? What are you perceiving, if anything? How are you feeling? Or is the energy moving around in your system? <laughs> oh my goodness. I just seriously, I could just close my eyes and take a nap. Yeah, it's, it's interesting when we start getting balanced back out, then the things that we really need um, kind of show up. So, you know, apparently you do need some deeper rest. <laughs> Yes, for sure. Surprise me. 
so much. You do so much for so many. So I'm yeah. going to go to sleep early today, meaning before one o'clock, <laughs> before one a.m. <laughs> um, Angela says throat clearing. Awesome. You could definitely use that. I can definitely see why you would need that. <laughs> uh, Angelica said my eyes and ears are tingling. Hmm. I wonder what's opening up. Right? Your clairvoyant, your clairaudience. <laughs> How many people feel like little golden sparkly lights all inside their body now? Or how many people feel spaciousness between the cells of their body feel more expansive, more open, mm-hmm. more flowing? I know it's hard to language all this sometimes. So I'm helping you. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's true. I mean, like, before you said that, you know, when I started to talk again, I've, I felt like I was very giddy, you know, like giggling and giddy, like there was a more energy within me but a bubbly type of energy yeah uh angela said there was movement in the sacral as well oh good awesome Mm. (laughs) not gonna say anything beyond that but that's great i wonder what's clearing out and didn't angie say something about forgiveness clearing something letting go (laughs) earlier old story well letting go of stories and forgiveness I think she said something like that so I'm not surprised so I wanted to address Linda I hope mm-hmm. you this Linda you asked for any recommendations to override the fear of the fall of the Palladian times and reconnect to our gifts from that time so Understanding that many different star races have been in many different wars with many different other star races ad nauseum. I mean, this is billions of years, okay? So all all races have fallen and risen and fallen and risen and fallen and risen. Um, This is a cycle, right? This is a cycle. Um, our own countries um, go through rises and falls and rises and falls. Um, right now, the Palladians are doing great. Uh, they're in a very expansive time. Um, they're one of the most advanced races in our universe right now because they're, some of them are at the 12th dimensional level. Um, so allowing a little bit more logic and flexibility with understanding the rises and falls of of civilizations and beings. Um, It's like the tides in the ocean, right? Um, The tides in the ocean are um, wonderful, marvelous things if we accept it. Mm -hmm. We want to be in resistance to it. Well, we're just in resistance, but the tides are still going to continue. The rise and fall of various civilizations is still going to continue. So being more flexible, just allowing nature to take its course and don't be in resistance. Hmm. And how can we reconnect to our gifts from that time? 
Well, you can invite them in and spend a lot of time in no mind meditation. Many styles of meditating, but what I find to be the most useful um, for doing things is no mind. No mind is you don't think. At the most, you follow the inhalation of the breath and the exhalation of the breath. Even that, in a way, is thinking. Mm-hmm. You want to reach zero thought, null thought. Null thought is where everything begins to happen. So in order to make the space for the memory of those gifts, which already exists inside of you, in order to make the room for that space, for those memories to resurface, you have to stop the thinking of the brain. The brain is the gateway between you and all the cool stuff. So no mind meditation, silencing the mind is what you want to do. Awesome. Thank you, Linda. Great question. And then Clara had a question in chat. I'm not sure if you can answer, but she says, I've been told I have Pleiadians around me. I wanted to know if you're able to confirm that and let me know if they have a message or code for me. All right, Clara, is it going to be possible for you to unmute and say your full complete name three times? Uh, Yes, my name is Clara Elizabeth Hussman. Clara Elizabeth Hussman. Clara Elizabeth Hussman. Okay. So um, the first thing I notice with you is a very strong auric field and um, it's being supported and amplified by other beings. And I, we can call these star brothers and sisters. Um, (laughs) okay. Um, there's a number of species that are supporting you. Um, but the ones that are showing themselves the most right now to me are the Ebens. Do you know who the Ebens are? Uh, No, I do. You don't? No. Okay. Um, all right. So the Ebans, that's, that's what we call them. That's actually what the government calls them. Um, okay, so they're a biped. They have um, a pale um, grayish blue skin. Okay, so we have, we have the short grays. We have the tall grays. Now, I think the tall grays actually made the short grays. Okay, I think they're a, a, almost like an android or something. But they became their own species. Um, and then we have the ebons. No connection between the grays and the ebons. They're they're not connected, but they look quite a bit alike. Here's the difference: the grays they have um, ovoid eyes, oval, that wrap around their head. Okay, so they actually have kind of a peripheral vision because the eyeball comes to the side of their head. The ebons do not. They have the ovalid eyes. They're very large, but they're in the front like us okay when the crafts that 
that wrecked at Roswell, Roswell, New Mexico. There's actually three different crashes. There's three ships that went down. Um, one of them was up on the Colorado border, uh, New Mexico, Colorado border. One was in Roswell and the other one was outside of Roswell a little bit. Like, I don't know, they hit something on earth that crashed their technology. Um, some of those were rescued alive. Some of them were dead. Um, but those were E-bonds. We went on to develop a very good relationship with the E-bonds and a large exchange of technology. And you can thank quite a bit of our technology these days um, to technology tra- trades um, with the E-bonds. They, they've been very friendly to us. And that's, that's the first one I saw in your field that showed itself and kind of grinned at me. <laughs> so, yeah. But, but there is other energies there, too. And I picked up, um, like, some Nordic and some Palladian energy as well so i hope that answers your question a little bit you've got lots of support something is amplifying your field as well there's something that is uh, creating a very strong field around you it's uh it's not porous at all yes thank you i've uh i've been told that many times like that i have lots of whether it's people, beings, but a huge support structure around me, which kind of makes me giggle because I think why. <laughs> thank you awesome. so much. Anna from heaven. Good. Thank you, uh, thank you, Clara, for asking that question because I've never heard of the E-bonds. Yeah. I, mean, I, I know about Roswell and, you know, the spaceships that crashed there, but I didn't know. There's like four of them that are quite similar in appearance they have kind of larger heads and very thin bodies um and then kind of grayish blue or grayish pink or grayish gray skin it's like zeta reticula short grays the tall grays the ebons it's um there's so many species it's overwhelming it's just overwhelming a lot of them are benevolent right Oh, yeah. I mean, we're really looking at almost the same as, you know, down here on Earth. Mm-hmm. Uh, like one way to look at it is, you know, we humans are aligned towards love or aligned towards self-love. Self-love can be uh, very destructive with other people because it always seeks to, for itself to get the best. Right. Mm-hmm. People that are aligned to love and love for others you know, we call this the path, right? The path of light and love. And, you know, everybody is somewhere on one of those spectrums. And in, in general, we can look at it as like 49%, 51%, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and we're finding the same is true um, in the galaxy and in the universe and stuff. So, yeah, you know, we're kind of positively weighted towards love. So, cool. Mm-hmm. Good. Awesome. Thank you. Um uh, I was I was gonna ask a question, but it's totally left my mind. So it's it's okay. <laughs> it's gone. All right. So let let's take a few minutes and just talk quickly about the packages that you have for us. I'm gonna share my screen. So give me one sec. And... Can I mention my website? Somebody was asking for my website. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I'll put my website in the chat. The package today is. Um, not available on the website um and you'll notice this is what we're doing this the package is very special very specially priced 
My website, though, is Crystal Array, C-R-Y-S-T-A. Where am I at? Crystal, C-R-Y-S-T-A-L-A-R-R-A-Y-S.com. And I will type that uh, in the text a little bit later. All right. So the packages that Angie has for us today, there's three, package A, B, and C. And package A, uh, and all the packages include a self-love array, crystal uh, crystal array transmission. It's amazing. Um, go ahead. It's amazing. This is my favorite of all the crystal transmissions is the self-love one. Beautiful. I love it. And, you know, that it's something that we all really need. Um, so in the first package, it's the remembering the love you are and includes a one- uh, heart mudra plus information as uh, about it how to use it and then these coding transmissions so these coding there's like i don't know how many there are 12 15 <laughs> i'm not sure how many they are but all of these coding transmissions as well as the self-love crystal array transmission and the codem transmissions you will receive in a um zoom call We'll do a, we there's three different options, three different times you can come in to join the Zoom call because I know there's people all over the world. So I tried to pick three different times. You can come in on any one of them. And if you've got package A, you'll get those codems um, and then you'll leave. And the, and the package B, people stay on and you'll get the, the codems um, for package B. And there's three different times you can choose. Yes, so I will share that as well. Um, the three different Zoom links, all, all that wonderful stuff. So package B is being the love you came from. It includes everything in package A plus another heart mudra, more codem transmissions, plus the self-love crystal array transmission. And then package C is slightly different. Um, it includes package A and B. So the two heart mudras, the codon transmissions, the self-love crystal array, plus a 55-minute personal session with Angie, and another new heart mudra, and more codons. <laughs> so, um, Angie, you want to talk a little bit about what the personal session looks like? Um, absolutely. Uh, let me grab... Um... All right. So package C, this is, you're going to receive these codems in your one-on-one session. Okay. And um, you're going to get a codem for moving effortlessly into the new time. So this is really focused on the new energies now at this point. You're going to get one for maintaining positive internal congruency. You're going to get one for being coherent with yourself on whatever is in your mind, your field, your information field. No matter what's going on around you, you're going to be able to stay coherent with yourself. Um, There's one that uh, cleanses you, brings you up to, uh, brings in the new, your new belief systems, your conscious awareness that heightens your awareness. And it helps with advanced communication and CI communication so ci communication is like the central intelligence of god so there's like the creative aspect of god the loving aspect of god and the central intelligence almost like the mind of god okay um there's one that helps you align to and receive energy from the original photon center point this is amazing i'll just code them 
There's one that helps you to harness and transmute the energy of the current solar flares to assist you to create or solve or cure however you want to, to, to use that energy. It's free fuel in your gas tank. Where do you want to drive to? Okay. There's one that helps your DNA open to the new photonic uh, energies, the new solar energies coming in. You can activate more DNA bring them online and there's a codem that helps uh, which is actually something I'll be doing I help build it on a multi-dimensional layer and twirl it up into the DNA and um, there's one for aligning to light love and creativity it's called the tools of creation and there's a photonic amplifier um, which can be also run connected with the tools of creation. So, you know, if you're writing a book or a new piece of music or, you know, any kind of creative process, um, there's two codems that I can pair together. I can, I can join them uh, mm-hmm. to power one another. And there'll be a little bit of time left in your 55-minute session. And I, if there's some specific codem or specific mudra for you as a unique being, um, I can give you that if I have it, which I may Beautiful. And so the, the personal session with Angie, again, is is really potent, really powerful. And you're going to receive, you know, the the codems personally one on one, plus anything else that you may need, as well as a the heart mudra um, that is specific to you, tailor made to you. So it's uh, it's, it's going to be quite the powerful session, life changing and transformative. I'm just going back up here really quickly. So all of these packages are available with two and three part payment plans, and you can use the 24 hour special 10% gift code TACS10. Please do take advantage of that as well as a gift from me. And of course, these packages are available at alora.at forward slash show forward slash Angie five. I'm going to put the link in the chat as well. Um, One second. Why am I doing it that way? Because, yeah, one sec. So if anybody has any questions about the packages or um, anything, any questions about the heart mudras or the codems, just uh, raise your hand or, you know, type it in the chat. Um, What was was I going to ask? Oh, what was I going to say? So, yes. So how far in advance are you booked with your personal sessions, Angie? Um, I can start taking, um, as soon as we finish, uh, the last zoom, I may be able to take a few people before that. So really, uh, starting next week, I should be able to start booking people and open my schedule up for this. Okay. Should be able to get you a time. Um, I do also work into the evening. So, um, Friday evening, if there's some of you that are like in Singapore, Malaysia, that area of the world, it would be your morning the next day. I can stay uh, Friday night and which would allow you to to get your private session with me. Um, there was something else I was going to ask you. Oh, my mind is like blank. <laughs> um, I do oh, so. Uh, Go ahead. In the chat, I have a free gift on my website, and I put my website in the chat. 
And there's also the free gift on our gifts page from Angie as well. So please do download that as well and use it. Um, oh gosh, what else was there? There was something else I was going to ask you. My mind is blank. Oh, uh, I'm psychic. I should be able to get it, right? Let's see. <laughs> yeah, it was just about um, with all the people that you've worked with, with the codems and the mudras, what, what, uh, what have you seen um, as in like benefits or um, like who is, who are these packages for? Oh, I had an exciting one. Uh, one of the people uh, in the Tuesday night meditation um, told me about, uh, she had a very, very dear friend pass away. Um, and historically, when a friend or a family member died, she went into very, very deep mourning. And uh, it was very destructive for, you know, uh, for months and months and months. And since she's been coming in, uh, this lady has been uh, joined me every Tuesday night since um, October or November. Okay. And we do the codems and we do the mudras uh, each Tuesday. Um, when this friend, who was a very close friend, died, she had a lot of spaciousness around it, uh, had the realization that her friend's energy was still around her and near her, and there wasn't the mourning. She was in a much more neutral place than she'd ever been, and normally that would have just kind of ended everything that she was doing for a very long time, and so that's a huge evolution. You know, morning is something where it usually takes us out pretty strong. And she was able to uh, still maintain um, and she didn't she did not experience it as a personal wounding at all. I thought that was remarkable. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Because I know a lot of people who, you know, have suffered loss in that way. They it takes them quite to a low place, you know, like not able to function, etc. You bet. It's very yeah, sure. I'm out of deep mourning. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So my other question was, who who is this package for? Like, is it for those of us who are um, new on the path, who are you know more advanced on the path? Um, anything like that? I deliberately find the package to suit everyone, wherever you're at. So it's going to move you forward, whether it's uh, energetically working with the chakras, clearing your field out, whether it's getting your line, your mind in line. That's, that's kind of the next step after we get cleaned up is realizing that um, the thoughts that we think in here are determining our reality and then beginning to learn how to control the thoughts that we think. Notice we're thinking them and change them to the result that we actually want, not the uncontrolled chaos that you know, maybe yeah. creating out of our reaction. And, um, and then for people that are much further along the path that are moving as um, the new thought leaders and the energy anchors, you know, like maybe we won't be running out and changing the world, but we're holding an anchor for, you know, a neighborhood teenager or a grandchild or something who will become the next thought leader. Right. And, um, so especially that package C is really around those of us who are um, the wisdom holders, the energy pulls that power, um, you know, the, this new iteration of the evolution of consciousness. And that's something that we can do even without interacting where a pull, our very presence here pulls the field, right? 
Yeah, beautiful. Thank you. Good. So again, those packages are available at laura.at forward slash show forward slash Angie five. So please do take a look at them, see which one resonates with them with you the most. And um, any other last words of wisdom for us, Angie? Mm, let me tap in with my guides and uh, the collective field for just a second. Hmm. So the first thing I hear is that you were all doing so well. It's being acknowledged that you are here, your hearts are willing, and that you are willing to do whatever you need to be, to do, to be. I'm seeing a flame, like the flame of love, I guess. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I guess yeah, I'll just double down with what these benevolent beings are saying. And that is, thank you for all that you do. And the work of the heart and the love and the love light. Thank you. Hmm. Beautiful. Thank you. And thank you, everybody, for all your questions. Um, thank you for being here, co-creating the space with us, the energies today with us as well. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, you know, go. I would go back and watch or listen to this again so you can receive more from the codems. <laughs> I mean, like, I definitely received. I know some of you have received as well, but they were just like, Receive that love, receive that light, receive those codons, those energies to allow your heart to expand and open up even more so that you can you can be more of that light, um, the heart light that Angie was just saying in the world so you can shine your light, blaze that fire within your heart for the world to see and for to anchor in the space where you are. Uh, wherever we are is perfect for us physically emotionally mentally spiritually but just be there accept it be an allowance of what is accept where you are and radiate that love that light from your heart out to all we are all making a huge difference just by doing that just shining our light just being present just being us with total acceptance and allowance when we are doing that we are doing you know more than enough so just remember that okay so Thank you, everyone. Again, um, please do take this opportunity to work with uh, Reverend Angie. Like, like she said, these packages are not available on her, web, on her website. They're only available here. So please do take this opportunity to work with her. All right. So thank you so much, everyone. Thank you again, Angie. This was wonderful. Thank you. Thank you. Until next time, may you all continue to be blessed with an abundance of joy, peace, love, happiness, prosperity, and radiant health. Sending you all much love and blessings always. Bye for now. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.